welcome to Gadgets, a podcast from Gizmodo where we will explain the latest technology. I'm your host, consumer technology editor, Caitlin McGarry, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Gizmodo reporter, Florence Ion. Hello, Flo. Hello. Welcome to the I pod. I jumped the gun there. You did. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Thank you for having me here on the pod. Yes. Uh, our biggest fan is also the co-host. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's correct. That's how it should be, really. <laughs> you know, in college, I actually like in, you know, because so Caitlin and I both went to quote unquote journalism school, which mm-hmm. means we got we studied journalism at state colleges. Yeah, we did. We did indeed. But my I got an award at the end of the year for being the team cheerleader for the being the uh, yeah, the newsroom cheerleader. So, oh, wow. I think I was like the exact opposite. <laughs> it's just very like i was like why is everyone constantly blowing deadlines this shit needs to end right now (laughs) you know why it's because i was like below the you know i I was low on the totem pole like further Uh, on eventually i i rose in the ranks and it it was not as fun mm, either it never is and yet look at us now (laughs) yep (laughs) somehow we're still here (laughs) I love this dress. Mm-hmm. We're getting paid now instead of grades. Hello. We we are getting paid. Um, so today we need to talk about someone else who got paid. And that's the creator of everyone's favorite game, Wordle. Everybody's favorite game? Okay. Uh, I feel like most people love this game. Um, I know. But- <laughs> I, I know. And I, I already know like the th- wow. like three people in my mind right now. Who are looking at their audio speakers going, Flo, what what are you about to say about Wordle? And I'm not gonna yeah. say anything. I have no words on Wordle. Wow, the look on her face <laughs> is just like pure contempt for Wordle, a beloved game. <laughs> okay, uh we'll dive into this because I didn't know that you had strong feelings. <laughs> I'm honestly taken aback a little bit. <laughs> Who knew Wordle was controversial? Okay, we'll dive into that in a second. This, listeners, I wish you could see Flo's face right now. I've never seen anyone have such disgust. I need to get my stre- my my stress ball so I can just... Wow. Okay, uh, we're going to dive into that. We also need to talk about uh, Joe Rogan. I know, I know. I know. It's like, okay. He has 11 million listeners. Did you know that? I didn't. I mean, it's comparable to gadgets. To Absolutely honest, com- <laughs> comparable. Absolutely. We rank like right We're like him. number two. And <laughs> we'll discuss why that's bad. Um, yeah. So there's like a lot of drama with Joe Rogan and Spotify. And it's sort of a ripple effect right now. So we'll talk about that and why I'm not sure anyone thinks that anything will be solved in this situation. We'll we'll discuss. And then we're going to fangirl over planning stuff because we are, listen, we're still in the pandemic. It's probably going to last forever at this point. And now that it seems stress like. Ball, stress yeah, ball, stress ball, stress ball. Now that it seems like <laughs> vaccines are around the corner for babies and young kids, we can kind of find a sense of normalcy and start, start to a plan. List. We can start a list of things that we want to do. And we'll just talk about what we're planning right now because yeah i'm planning a bunch of stuff 
Just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Flo's birthday in Vegas, just putting it on the table, just sliding it across the table toward Flo. All we'll Gaucheri restaurants. It. Does he have restaurants in Vegas? He must. It seems like a very Yeah, I feel like he would. Yeah. Right next to Gordon Ramsay, whose restaurants I've eaten all at, by by the way. So I'm I don't think there. I've ever had anything from Gordon Ramsay. What? I'm like more of a I'm more of a Bobby Flay girl when it comes to celeb chefs. I've had some Bobby Flay as well. Mm-hmm. I think okay. his New York restaurant is really excellent. It's called Gato. I recommend. Oh, One day we're gonna have to do a Vegas episode. <laughs> I mean, maybe every maybe is a Vegas next episode year. for me. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> uh, all right. When we get back, we'll talk about why Flo has really strong opinions about Wordle and what exactly is happening and what, why it might change the way you play most people's favorite games. <laughs> All right, Flo, before we talk about why you're morally opposed to Wordle, uh, listen, I'm not overselling it. <laughs> I'm not morally opposed to it. And I trust me, I am morally opposed to things. So <laughs> it's just I had no doubt. <laughs> it's just I literally I, never wondered about that. <laughs> I, okay, I know we wanted to talk okay. Why don't you talk about Wordle okay. first before I make okay. this about me? Okay. So if you're not familiar with Wordle, it's a very simple word game. Um wow. <laughs> For some people. (laughs) Okay, I think we're getting to the root of the problem here. (laughs) So (laughs) it's a game where you have to guess a word and you enter in letters and you sort of figure it out. It tells you which letters are right, which letters are wrong. And your goal is to get it within like one try, but you have up till six tries. So it's very simple. It's like the word changes every day. You can play it with your friends. You can share your scores with people on social media. It's really wholesome. And the story behind it is very cute. The developer created it for his partner. Um, and it was just like nice. It wasn't an app. You had to, the website it was on was like, I couldn't even remember what it was. So I just Googled Wordle every day. <laughs> and now the New York Times has purchased it, presumably to like fold it into it's, you know, whole crossword empire. And people are worried that it will no longer be free, although it's it's free still for now. So, Flo, let's let's talk about your struggles with Wordle. <laughs> I don't know if it's like uh like being raised by immigrants thing or like what it is, but like that is just not my my way of warming up in the morning. I just can't do what is the five. It's a five letter word. Five letter word every day. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, like just the need to just pick out a word and be strategic about it. It just feels like a lot for an 8am brain teaser. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I've just I've just decided to just default to hating it. But I, I don't okay. like I don't share these things out loud because when I was younger, I used to share with people that I hated things, but like that hurt their feelings. I don't want to hurt people's feelings, but this is half of my podcast. So (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) No, no hurt feelings on this side. I, I honestly have only played it a few times. I just like, I thought the emoji sharing situation was really clever. Actually, I was kind of into that and I can see, I could see why it took off. 
it's reminded me of so many little apps that have taken off just like through Twitter and through social media. And so it was mm-hmm. kind of nice to have something that we were all just flippantly into. And I will admit sometimes I do I do count to see like how many rows a person has when they post their score. I'm like, okay, let's see how many did this person get today? Wow. So- okay. So you don't like to participate in Wordle, but you enjoy the judgment. Yeah. Okay. I mean- <laughs> Gives me something to do in the morning. Yeah. Well, maybe it's just the time of day you're trying to wordle. Maybe you could do it like as a a mid a midday like rejuvenation sort of yeah. vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's maybe I'll try that. I'll okay. I'll give it another try. So maybe Loodle is something a little more. That's that's the lewd one that came out in response. Oh it's no. Lewd oh, okay. five letter words. So of course You'd run out you pretty already- quickly, right? Wouldn't you? You'd be surprised. It gets pretty clever, like what some of the answers are. And <laughs> I I see the answers daily because like I, I am part of some friend discords. And so people like have little wordle channels in there. And um so I'll be like, oh that's a clever lewd word. I never thought of that. It'll be something like like shuck, you know, like to shuck an oyster, but like use it oh. in a sexual context. It just immediately like like to shuck. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just using that as as an, there was a much better word that was used. I just don't know what it was, but I'm just like thinking, shuck is a five letter word. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah. The fact that you like sort of acted out what what shuck would look like. I've never shocked an oyster, by the way. It's, it's not like a full body experience. I know, but you know what? I get it. I get this served on TikTok a lot, the opening Mm. of oysters. It's. Your algorithm is frankly wild. Um, (laughs) Well, aside from all of that, um, yes. So basically, people are worried that either you'll have to pay for Wordle or that the words of the day will become like five-letter word brands. And it's just going to turn into like a giant ad, which is totally possible. Mm. I mean, but... I also think it's maybe just a way for people to go to like New York Times word puzzles and you get like your free wordle and then you'll want to pay for the I crossword. Agree. Yeah. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, that makes sense that NYT would buy Wordle and try and like fold it because this is totally, you know, mm-hmm. totally in its wheelhouse. It is extremely in its wheelhouse. But it's just like, you know, you can't just have like a fun free thing. It eventually has to be monetized and branded. And it's, you know, it's just how the internet works, but it's kind of like for a week we had this really wholesome thing and now it's gone. <laughs> well, wholesome for some people. America, greatest country in the world. Everything you love gets bought up and <laughs> capitalized. Yep. yep. That's it. That's it. <sighs> That's the, the we'll see. Of today. It was, it was interesting watching though people like downloading Wordle because it's not an app, by the way. I get like Kayla mentioned, it's just a URL and mm-hmm. you know. At least on Android, it was kind of getting dubious there for a second. Cause yeah, there were a lot of like fake mm-hmm. Wordle apps that mm-hmm. were not actual Wordle. Yeah, there there were layers to this. This went on for a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of why it would like really land in on our radar. Um, it's one of those extremely online things. <laughs> that <laughs> yes, uh, and and that's kind of the story here, right? The NYT purchased something that us extremely online people loved, and Lord only knows what will happen to it next. It's over. And yeah, unfortunately, something that's not over is uh, Joe Rogan. And we'll talk mm. about that in a second. <laughs> yes. 
BRB. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello. Everyone has heard of Joe Rogan. Even if you've never, even if you've never listened to Joe Rogan, you've probably listened to him inadvertently. He had a really popular podcast for a long time and is known for like, I'm just asking questions kind of style. But the guests that he asks questions of are usually um, lunatics uh, with fringe views who hate vaccines and just love to do their own research on YouTube. So I'm nodding in agreement. Yeah. So that's basically the backstory. And so Spotify purchased his podcast and now it is exclusive on that platform and that's been causing a whole lot of problems for spotify not for joe rogan he's fine um but spotify is now has now realized that when you are a publisher and not just a platform of music that people will get Mm. mad at you Mm. um so i will just say at the top here uh we've talked about spotify on this podcast before I do not cover Spotify or weigh in on Spotify things because my partner works for Spotify. And so I am staying out of that due to a conflict of interest. But it is an important story for this week. So Flo is going to take us through what's going on and what this means for Spotify and what this means for Joe Rogan and what this means for people who listen to all of those things. So Flo, tell us. Caitlin. Feel free to ask me any questions as we go down this. So I do cover Spotify that is in my wheelhouse uh, as Mm -hmm. it is a streaming platform. And so this week, it was really interesting to watch everybody just sort of go go on about their own opinion about whether or not Joe Rogan should be free to espouse whatever and bring on whomever to his podcast on Spotify's platform. Neil Young who you may recognize from your parents' uh, record collection. He wanted his music pulled from Spotify over Joe Rogan, bringing on a virologist named Dr. Robert Malone. He was insisting that there was a link between mass vaccines and something called mass formation psychosis, which has absolutely no scientific credibility. It's just like, just the sound of it doesn't sound like anything real. And Mr. Young said that he's doing this because Spotify is spreading fake information about vaccines, potentially causing death to those who believe the disinformation being spread by them. And he asked Spotify to act immediately today and keep him informed with the time schedule. (laughs) Right. So Um, Neil Young was basically like, even if, you know, like Neil Young knows he's not more popular than Joe Rogan, obviously, but he's like... I'm sick of this and I'm going to take a stand and like 
take my music off there. I don't like people are going to find me where they're going to find me. And I don't know. I believe Spotify's like royalty payments have been published on the internet before. Um, I believe they're not extremely high. They're middle <laughs> like, of art- the, yeah. Artists are not making a ton of money per stream. So he was like, take, take me off or take Joe Rogan off. And Spotify chose Joe Rogan. So they removed Neil Young's music, but then other artists and other podcasters started to be like, oh, I am also going to take a stand on this because like, I don't agree with it. So you had Joni Mitchell, you mm-hmm. had Brene Brown, who has a very popular podcast. Oh yeah, I Spotify. forgot about Brene Brown. Yeah. So all of, you know, there's a bunch of folks, um, I know a podcast that I really love called Science Versus is exclusive to Spotify. And it's a science podcast. And they were like, okay, we're not going to publish any more episodes until Spotify does something about vaccine misinformation. So they did actually decide to do something, Flo. But what was it? And why did it not go quite where people were hoping it would? So Spotify basically was like, go ahead, take your music off, enjoy. And then they ended up over the weekend, they said that they would add content advisories on those podcast episodes that included discussions on COVID-19 to help combat the misinformation, which it's basically the audio equivalent of that sticker that you get on Instagram or TikTok when somebody makes like a mere mention of the pandemic or vaccines in their video. Um, that that did not satisfy a lot of people. Um, the announcement, first of all, over the weekend didn't even mention that Joe Rogan was the reason that they had to do this kind of like content shifting. And in addition, um, Spotify also said that it didn't want to become a content censor, which it's that's like the real center part of this situation that's happening right now. Uh, right. We've talked long before that like, Spotify doesn't pay people very well for streaming. Like there are reasons musicians don't want to have their stuff on the platform. But now that it's rolled in podcasts and all this like really, you know, sort of editorialized content, because that's what it is. um, Spotify is kind of not realizing what it actually takes to do this sort of thing. Well, it's the same thing that we saw with Twitter and Donald Trump. Yeah. You know, Facebook and Alex Jones, like, These platforms allow people to publish content and then they're like, we're just the platform. We're not the publisher. Okay. But everyone on the platform has to follow these rules. Like there are rules that you have to follow. This is not a freedom of speech issue because these companies are not the government. You don't have a constitutional right to publish your podcast. (laughs) Like you do not have the constitutional right to tweet. Like you can walk outside and say whatever you want and no one can arrest you. That's, that's what that is. So now Spotify is grappling with the same thing that Twitter did and Twitter ended up banning Trump and he's still banned. And that deplatforming was huge. It was huge. Same thing for Alex Jones. Like now he has a much smaller platform, much smaller reach than he did before. And the damage that he's been able to inflict is much less than before. But the thing that's different about Rogan, and I think you can walk us through this, is that he's interviewing people. 
And his guests are the ones who say things that mm-hmm. are um, incorrect, misleading, straight up lies. So where do you think this will go? Because Rogan said he he released a video, you know, acknowledging the controversy. And he said some things about how he's going to handle what's going on. Um, so I'm curious to hear what you think his approach is going to be going forward, because he obviously wants this platform, right? I mean, yeah, he ha- again, like we said, he has a million, 11 million subscribers to his podcast, which is just a phenomenal amount. And he's citing the fact that he's just, like you said, having these conversations. And it's like these people uh, that are espousing the actual facts, but well, they're not facts, I should say, espousing whatever they're saying. I think that he does have a responsibility to not have these people on his podcast, but I don't think that that's going to stop him from doing that because he, you know, for some folks, I think he prides himself as a bit of a shock jock, which is a position that like Howard Stern has held for this long. But Howard Stern, for some reason, and I actually heard this on another podcast, so I can't take total uh, uh, credit for it. But for some reason, he has managed to fly under like the radar of cancel culture where like he is still allowed to live and breathe on Sirius and have a show and people will still pay for it. And so I kind of feel like, and I should say the podcast that kind of put this idea was trend lightly, but yeah, it kind of feels like Joe Rogan's trying to fulfill that for Spotify. And so that's why there's not such an inclination to just like yank him off the air and just completely cut his platform I just don't see Spotify doing any sort of content moderation, though, anything beyond a badge for his shows and just kind of letting him exist out there because it's better to have their name, you know, in the ether instead of not at all. I think this might be similar to the Netflix situation with Dave Chappelle. Mm -hmm. Uh, He released a special late last year and said some things that were extremely transphobic Mm -hmm. and actually sparked a walkout among Netflix employees, but nothing seems to have changed. You can still watch the special. I don't think Dave Chappelle has been canceled at all. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I don't think anything has happened to him. So yeah, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if you think that Rogan might just like stay away from COVID topics from now on until like the dust settles and then just, I don't know. Is that, <laughs> is that like the thing to do here? Yeah, possibly. <laughs> just like just 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 kind of forget about it for a little while and then get back to it when nobody's paying attention anymore, but the thing is he's he's doing a bunch of other really uh bad misinformation spread. It just like recently had Jordan Peterson on and they were talking about uh climate change or the lack thereof and some totally like bunk science. And so at some point, like what is going to be the tipping point to just say like, Joe, you can't do this. Where There has to be some sort of like yeah. standards set forth. And I feel like only Spotify could do that. But yeah, then it becomes a whole thing of like, well, if Joe has to exist within these parameters, does that mean like the music that we stream has to exist with it? Like what about these other uh, shows that are on our platform? And it's, it's that's why it's a really difficult conversation to have. <laughs> yeah. And I think we're only having this conversation because 
artists were like, we're done, like, just take us off the platform. We'll make money elsewhere. And the artists that we've seen do this so far have not been like Taylor Swift level. But what if Taylor Swift is like, actually, I'm done here too. Like, what what would that do? People like, really people want her to do power. that. People want her to use I've her power. I've been seeing that. <laughs> she is like very selective with her, the things that she takes a stand on. Um, so I'm curious to see what she'll do here. But yeah, there's definitely been a move toward everyone just like, should I cancel my subscription? Like, how do I do that? Like, we've been seeing people reading our stories about Spotify related, you know, how to how to cancel, how to how to move your playlists from one platform to another. Clearly, people are thinking about this more, which is probably the most important thing, right? Like, Joe Rogan aside, if you don't like something on the platform you use, hopefully there's an equally good option that you can go to and give them money instead. That's why, like, we need more competition. Mm-hmm. We need people to have options. Like, if you are opposed to everything Google does, you should be able to go to a different search engine, to a different email, and have it be just as good. And their business model is just different. And mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's what's important here. Is like we need more options. I agree. And there are other options. I mean, there's Apple Podcast, excuse me, well, Apple and Apple Podcasts and Tidal, of course. And I know we all kind of forgot about Pandora. That's still a streaming service that's around. And if you want to know how to cancel your Spotify subscription, I actually wrote a little, little piece this week. So I'll link to it in the show notes. I am not personally canceling my subscription just because... I am so so married to these <laughs> platforms. Your algorithm is too good. <laughs> I don't even know if it's just that. Just, like knows your soul. I mean, part of it is the nature of this job. I kind of want to just stick around and see what happens. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I'm feeling about that. And um, yeah. Well, Flo, we don't know what's going to happen, but we will be watching. And planning. (laughs) (laughs) And planning, which when we when we return, we're gonna talk about all of our plans. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Hello. I wanted to end this week's podcast on a hopeful note, which is that while we are still in the midst of COVID-19, we will probably be living with it forever. Mm. And the way that we are living with it is we are getting 
vaccinated. We are getting our boosters and hopefully children will soon be able to get vaccines. So we will have a little less stress around planning stuff. Um, so I've been, I've been like trying to live my life safely. I've been traveling here and there, like doing activities, but you have been more cautious, of course, because you have a soon to be two-year-old. I know. Oh my goodness. I know. Two weeks. Wow. <laughs> wow. She's two years old in two weeks. Yeah. Time my flies. kiddo is born the day before Valentine's. So it gets fun around here. I tried to like really lean into it. And Valentine's is a fun holiday to get into because it's just yeah. about eating sugar. So, <laughs> and mm-hmm. wearing red, which is very easy. <laughs> Ch- children approved. Exactly. Yes. Babies love this. So, Flow obviously we can't make any decisions right now because they haven't actually approved the vaccine for five and younger yet. Um, but it looks like they're about to. It's around the corner. So what are you what are you doing to prepare? What 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 are you planning for? What's your well, list? Okay, so right now I am opening myself up to the idea of me like leaving and like starting there. Okay. And, uh-huh. <laughs> um we're well, focusing the house. Step exactly. One. <laughs> exactly. We're focusing on getting um my kid to like kind of get used to wearing a mask just because she's at that age now where she kind of has to. And I'd really just like to get my butt to Southern California this year a little more than I have in the mm-hmm. last 3 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, yeah. <laughs> it's not just because of Caitlin. It's also because of all the 90210 locations that I have not visited in years. And I need to make sure that they're still there. So <laughs> I don't love that I am at the top there alongside 90210 locations, but I will take what I can get. I mean, you should, you should, that's, that's actually a good spot is it to like, be. Where's the ranking? Am I like, slightly below the 90210. No, 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 no. It's always a neck and neck, but I got to okay. like fit in. I got to fit in a oh. location visit every time I come down. And so I'm really hoping to cross off the Walsh house this year on my list. Where is that? It's in Altadena. <laughs> so. Oh God, that's far. <laughs> Why is it in Altadena? This show is supposed to be Beverly Hills. I demand answers. <laughs> it's it's in Beverly Hills, and none of it takes place in Beverly Hills. It's hilarious. Oh, this is um, so upsetting. And that's kind of like it, it's part of the fandom. You just kind of ad- admit to that. But it takes place throughout all of LA, which I love, and so that's why I'm always like, "This is where they shot that season four episode, whatever." Like, <laughs> yeah, folks, she's really in it. She's in it. <laughs> I'm just along for the ride. I'm going to the Walsh house (laughs) in Altadena. (laughs) Um, To be fair, there's a friend who lives there. So there there are some things. But and I know this is like, wow, you guys are talking about planning things. What the hell is this? But you know what? I I can't really leave the state right now because I don't know what's out there. (laughs) (laughs) Flo, I have been I've been out of the state and it's okay. I mean, I'm going to stay in the West little... Coast, I think. I think. Yeah. West West Coast is good. We would yeah. maybe not go to Florida. Mm-hmm. I'm going to border. So like Utah, I think, is the farthest that I'll go right now. Okay. That's where okay. I'm going to be border. Yeah. And um, it, I have to say, this pandemic has forced 
me and I think a lot of other people can attest to be more creative with like going out and getting away because we haven't had like all the options. Like, let me go get, you know, a really stellar like Airbnb. We'll fly there. Like whatever. We've kind of had to be like, all right, we're going to do a hotel in a really bougie town with lots of stuff to eat that's outside. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you and I are very lucky in that California has Mm -hmm. a wealth of options. Like the weather is never bad. We can drive somewhere, somewhere beautiful, beach, mm-hmm. mountain, whatever, um, tons of national parks, and all of it is outside. So, yes, I feel very fortunate. RIP to those of you in the Northeast, Midwest, struggle. Sorry. You know what? The Northeasterners, though, they're getting along with it. They're figuring out how to do it. And I know that our producer is listening to us right now saying this and is like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like 20 degrees outside. Yeah. But I know you guys are doing it with your layers. All right. You're still you're still having friendship dates. You're still outside. I don't think anyone's doing friendship <laughs> dates outside. And our producer just degrees. sent a sob emoji in our uh Zoom chat. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's a it's a chilly where Ryan is at. Chilly sob. <laughs> um yeah, I think we've been very fortunate. But I am actually planning some like cool California stuff this year. I'm planning a bachelorette party in the Central Coast, which is gonna be really fun. Wait a minute, are you going to Solvang? I'm gonna I'm gonna do a drive through Solvang. Yep. My husband's from there, so let's talk before he plan. That. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that explains a lot. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. So for those of you who don't know, Solvang is like a little Dutch town in the heart of California. It's like, it looks like it's in the Netherlands. It's, I can't it's, wait. It's, it's something. You can get Abel <laughs> Skeevers there. There's a Christmas shop, which is actually owned, I think, by uh, like a family friend of my husband's. So wow. it's like, okay, I need all it's the a tips. very small town vibe, but it is a fun place to go for a bachelorette party. Yeah, we're going to be in, like, the Santa Inez Valley, like, wine tasting. That's where uh, Neverland Ranch was. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. no. Michael J. Fox and Le- Neverland Ranch, those were well-known out there in <laughs> Santa Inez wow. Valley. So, oh, man. You should um, see if you could find that. I would be curious. No. Like a, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. come on, a zombie fight <laughs> Imagine, imagine the demons in those hallways. I don't want to. I've seen the documentaries and I'm scared. Um, Yeah. So (laughs) we'll not be going to that, but I am planning like some fun little, little trips. I would like to go see, you know, the sequoias. I would, you know, just like see some more stuff in California. Yeah. Yeah. I will probably get on a plane for the first time when I... When I come down to LA, so oh, I thought for you the were first time drive. in three years. Now I'm wow. not gonna drive eight hours to LA, man, alone. I, know, I mean, I, I would have done that in my twenties, not in my thirties. It's just so much. <laughs> my body gets so achy even after like driving to San Francisco. Okay, I'm not gonna I turn this to into. <laughs> my body gets so achy. I'm done with you. <laughs> I need one of those like butt pads old. in my car. Can I just? 
Can I include a photo of us in the show notes? Because we are not. We're not. We're not. We're not. And I moisturize really well. This is ridiculous. I wear like three layers of moisturizer every day. So we're fine. I'm just. We are. just like, I just like to see Caitlin's face. evidence to the contrary. I am very upset. (laughs) I just know that a lot of times we'll say things to each other just to see each other's faces, which I know is not like fun for an audio podcast, but maybe someday we'll do a video. I think people get the vibe. Yeah, or just get the vibe. Just yeah, people can get the vibe by listening. But vibe. maybe like uh, a gadgets event would be fun at some point. Oh, yeah. wouldn't that be fun? See, Our that's something we could do. Tour. And in California, all of the event spaces require vaccination at uh, entrance. They do. So you'll have to have your vax mm-hmm. card on you. I don't know. It could be yeah. fun. TV gin and gadgets. <laughs> Sorry. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sold. That's it. It's happening. (sighs) That's something to plan for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, Flo, (laughs) you really, really put a pin in it. I love it. (laughs) Listen, next week, we've got a lot of gadgets coming in the next couple of weeks. So we just, this is a good, like, we're just having one of those. We do. Yeah, episodes to carry us through because it's next week we've got Apple mm-hmm. and Samsung. So something to look forward to. Yeah, little little spoiler alert. Next week we are talking a lot about Apple and a lot about Samsung. So mm-hmm. this week was just, you know, for fun. Mm-hmm. Well, Flo, before we go, we have to thank our producer and sound engineer, Brian Allen, who just really listens to this whole thing. <laughs> God bless him. Uh, and our art designer, Vicky Lita, who makes us look so good in Apple Podcasts and everywhere else you get your podcasts, which please leave us a rating and subscribe. Um, and if you're using Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review because it helps people find us. Um, you can email us at gadgets at gizmodo.com and tell us where you would like us to tour uh, on our upcoming <laughs> live show. Make it drivable, please, because we're still in a pandy, yeah. but you know. Drivable, <laughs> drivable outdoor venues. Would love that. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter. I'm at Caitlin underscore McGarry. Flow is at oh, that flow, because that's what's happening. <laughs> and thank you so much for listening to us each week. We have a blast and we hope you do too. So until next week. Bye. Bye, everyone.